Can you all give me a quick perception check? That's an 11 for Zephyr. Mm, 15. <laughs> Four for Lilith. You don't get bonus points for being long. Oh, sure. You, uh, <laughs> 10 for Saul. So you're all sort of standing here. Show me on the map where you, you want to be. Because uh, when you appear, you're right next to two of these suits of armor. And then down uh, about 20 feet down or so, there's another set of armor that sort of flank both sides of this room. So show me show you on the map where the DM hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> the map's not big enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with where I am there. I'm, I'm basically um, next to Lilith and also kind of fairly close to the this first two sets of armor. I'll walk into the middle of the room. I will be sticking close to Zephyr and follow. Okay, Buzz, uh, right when you start to walk away, you sort of look around this small area where you ap- appeared when you came through this portal, and you notice some, um, like a sigil sort of scratched onto the wall right behind you would be this wall here to the far west. You're not exactly sure what it is, but it it obviously looks like something was scratched upon the wall. Like carved into the stone? Yeah, sort of carved into the stone. Like I said, this these walls look a little odd. You know, they're they're stone, but they they have a sort of a weird sheen to them, and you know, this carved stone is sort of look like it's it's been sort of cut in with some kind of like almost like a knife into wood but it's it's through all the stone i'll uh, i'll point this out to everybody is that where we came in is it where the sigil is yeah well where you all appeared in that small, small little area if anybody anybody wants to take a look at it uh give me a uh intelligence arcana check if anybody wants to uh saul will take a closer look he has a 15 for arcana anybody else i'll let saul look at it yeah, Buzz is real dumb. All right, Saul, you go over and you you look at it and you sort of see because it's as it's cut through some of the sort of the mortar and things of the stone, it it sort of throws you for a minute and then you sort of realize, you say, oh, I I, I know this symbol. It I've seen it before. It denotes desire. It's sort of a, a symbol of desire. All right, so I will I will let everyone else know that for what it's worth at the moment. I'm not sure what to make of that, but it's interesting. I guess I'll look around the rest of the room. As soon as you say that, Buzz will run right up to it and like put his hand on it and like get the swarm to like hover around it and try to like activate it. You're just trying to push on it or you're trying to get the... He, exactly. He doesn't really know what to do. Um, no, nothing happens. It just You just touch the wall. It, it Everything seems and feels normal. I desire my queen! Zephyr will walk up to Buzz and put her hand on his shoulder. Buzz, dear, we will find your desire. It is not here, though. Uh, where are we? I assume in the wizard's pocket dimension? It's pretty small. I thought it would be bigger than this. And there's no baddies around? Are there any doors anywhere? Yeah, there, this is a door right here on uh, it'd be the east side, if you can see that on the map. Maybe this is his waiting room? His it's like an entryway. His entrance hall? His foyer? Four sets of armor. Um, can I, inv- I, I like, poke at it? I'll uh, look at it closer. So it looks like a, a fine suit of well-crafted armor. It looks like it's on a, a stand that was built specifically for it. It's on like a small pedestal. But nothing out of the ordinary. No, like, property of Kalar anywhere. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's, it's got a battle axe that it's sort of holding between its hands and in the middle. But so are the others. They're, they're all similar. It's fancy armor there. And Saul looks around. He doesn't see any other carvings in the wall. It's just the one. Just the one, I mean, uh, where you're standing, you can sort of see there's four urns and the, the benches. Those walls around don't seem odd. I mean, the urns are, you know, have lids and the, you know, that kind of thing. As like I said, it, it appears to be like if someone was to come visit, this would be the place that they would wait. I want to go over to the door and listen. 
Um, give me a perception check. <laughs> you hear lots of white noise. Nine. Constant buzzing from Buzz. <laughs> uh, you don't hear any any noise through the door. Can I try the handle? Is it locked or unlocked? There is a handle, and it uh, it looks like a normal um, sort of latch type handle that you would grab onto and sort of you know lift up to be able to open and push through. Can I try and open the door? Yep. Does anybody else want to do anything before she opens the door? No. No. Is this a trick? <laughs> Feels like, like a trick. Sounds like a loaded question. Uh, it, <laughs> so let's roll initiative. Oh. As, as soon as you touch the door handle and start to twist to, to open the lock, the two sets of armor that are next to the door take their battle axes and their hands move out and swing at Zephyr. Whoopsies. I had a feeling Ruh-roh. they would have life, dang it. Yeah, I mean, I think we all did. The two on the other side of the room don't seem to animate. Oh, well, that's good. I'd like to kick one of the ones in the other there unanimated. Oh, so make sure all four of them activate <laughs> at the same time. Good thinking. <laughs> Just kidding. Just get it all out of the way. So Saul got a 16 for initiative. 10. Six. A 23 with my new spiffy B dice. Is that a nat 20? What's your bonus? That was a nat 20, yeah. Dang. Don't use them all up, okay? Where's Barry? (laughs) Okay, so Buzz, uh, you see Zephyr go over, and as she touches the handle of the door, these uh, motionless statues, uh, suits of armor, suddenly the eyes glow blue, they're... They sort of move, like, first stiff, almost like they are just sort of breaking off of their stand, and they both turn towards Zephyr uh, with uh, battle axes in hand. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, it's time to engage. I will charge the nearest one, pull up my stinger, my short sword, and uh, have at her. Ooh, it's only an 11 to hit. <laughs> uh, no, uh... You, you swing your sword it doesn't it sort of goes right past the uh, the suit of armor sort of slicing through one of the little gaps inside so doesn't make any purchase at all I can I can uh, bonus action to make an unarmed strike uh, okay yeah I'm done <laughs> <laughs> that's a 10 that's even worse <laughs> okay um, Saul is going to rush over to these. Uh, suits of armor that have sprung to life and has shocking grasp on the one that is between Buzz and Zephyr. Looks like I have advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Okay. So does that apply to the situation? Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, I didn't need it. I mean, might as well might as well roll twice just for fun, but double crits. Not twenty. Uh, eight lightning damage. Okay, so do you, with Shocky Grasp, you don't actually touch the creature, right? You, it is a... Yeah, I do, I do touch them, yeah. Oh, you touch, so you go up and you touch the the suit of armor and, and uh, little bolts of electric shock come out and sort of go around the entire uh, suit of armor as it sort of fizzles around. And uh, give me a perception check, or investigation, I would say, let's say that. 16. You notice as you normally when you would use this attack in in some cases on on a person you would see them sort of tighten up or or you would you have a normal reaction to when something gets sort of electrocuted or has some kind of a lightning attack that you've done before. Uh, This seems to not have any uh, effect on the suit of armor. That'll be the end of my turn then. I will stay where I am right next to these two suits and next to Buzz. The uh, suit of armor that is closest to Zephyr is going to attack first. 16 to hit? No. AC's a 17. Second. So the first attack slices through and sort of goes over your head. The second one comes in as he swings back and just goes right across where your neck is, but just barely misses. You can feel the breeze of the blade as it goes by. Um, the next one steps up to you, Zephyr, and also attacks. 
and the first one uh, misses you and hits onto solidly onto the door. You all notice that normally a battle axe that would hit a door like this would, you know, dig into the the wood of the door, but this seems to just ping right off of the door, leaving no uh, visible impression into the wood. And then as he pulls back again, he swings a second time, this time hitting you for 11 slashing damage. Okay, Zephyr, your turn. So seeing Saul's shocking grasp not having the effect that we expect. I think he knows that. I wouldn't think you would know. I have shocking grasp also, so. Okay, okay. Then give me a intelligence investigation check. Well, the dice tell me that I would not know because I rolled a one, making that <laughs> a one. So <laughs> I guess I didn't notice. Well, in that case, if I didn't notice his spell not working, I would try and put my hand out and say, shine, and use word of radiance. Uh, burning radiance erupts from me, and both of the armors must make a con save. First one failed. Both failed. I guarantee you. I rolled a one and a three. Uh, then it is six points of radiant damage. Does it have the effect I expect? It does. It, it looks like the armor sort of temporarily, you know, goes like an yellowy orange color as it heats and then dissipates very quickly. But um, it does seem to have, you know, done what you expected it to do. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, Lilith, you're up. What kind of doggone axe don't stick in a door but sticks in flesh? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna firebolt the one that is in the corner. There's, there's one that's adjacent to Buzz and Zephyr, and then there's one that's just adjacent to Zephyr. So I'm going to target the one that's uh, kind of on his own. It's 19 to hit. That does not hit. What? <laughs> the flame shoots over uh, Saul. You, you feel the heat as this flame hits the wall and uh, sort of separates out onto the corner, shooting flames up into the, uh, into the 20-foot-tall ceiling and sort of the smoke rolls over over top are, are of we the, sure are we sure about that <laughs> uh back to buzz all right we're gonna do the same thing here uh okay well that's still only 15 <laughs> bonus action unarmed we're gonna punch this damn shoot of armor yeah 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 these dice suck Detmers. Oh. <laughs> you just roll the crit with them. My, my plan. <laughs> you know what? Is, actually, plan. what's funny is these dice are called electric bumblebees. So no wonder they're not doing anything against these <laughs> shooters. <That's right>. <laughs> Too electric. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunately all all that I have. So that's me. Saul. They both seem singularly focused on Zephyr. So if we just kill Zephyr... Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) She's the one that touched the door. I'm beginning to realize that I think I may have done a very poor job at building this sorcerer. (laughs) So seeing that the lightning damage didn't seem to do a lot, um, Saul is going to reach into his repertoire of spells and pull out something a bit different. He's going to cast Chill Touch again on the suit of armor that's between Zephyr and Buzz. Uh, I presume that would be a miss. Um, that's a six to hit. Ah, uh, no, that's that's a little little short. So he tries to conjure up this sort of ghostly skeletal hand, but it just kind of winks into sight for a moment and then dissipates without having any effect. We're gonna make these things do uh, saving throws or something. These attack uh, rolls are mm-hmm. hard to hard to hit. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking at. Well, yeah, the, the, what I just realized is a problem is that I have a lot of abilities that can do things after I cast a leveled spell, but most of my leveled spells like are utility spells that aren't useful in combat. <laughs> so I'm screwed. Um, and my my swarm can't do anything extra unless I hit a creature too. So <laughs> The ones that aren't utility spells are AoE effects that like I can't use here. I'm going to kill you guys if I use, I can't drop a fireball right now or shatter. I have a fireball too. Yeah. I could try to breath weapon them, but Zephyr's kind of in the way. Sorry. All right. So the the one a suit of armor that's to the north side of Zephyr 
turns, looks back at Saul, and his eyes glow as a beam shoots out going towards Saul and Lilith. This seems, this seems fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> I need you both to make dexterity healing throws, Healing please. beam. This might be a swift end to this, uh, this place. <laughs> 17 for Saul. 7 for Lilith. So, Saul, the, as you uh, tried to summon this, this ghostly hand to reach out, the suit of armor looks back at you, his eyes glow, and this beam, blue beam shoots a force energy right past you, hitting Lilith. You take 20 points of force Damn. damage. Force damage, too. Dang. And you take half as much. You did save, Saul. Okay. So, so, as, so five as this points beam, of force damage. Yeah, sort of goes uh, by you, but you still hit you in, in the shoulder as you pull back, taking two times five damage. <laughs> is it pretty obvious that this person, this armor, is casting a spell? Like, could I counterspell it? Uh, it doesn't see. It seems like you know it's something like a almost like an ability uh, as this shoots from its eyes. But you can try to counterspell. No, I'll uh, I'll use hellish rebuke though. Try. So he needs to make a deck save throw, and I'm going to spend three. I think it's three. Spend three sorcery points to give one target of the spell disadvantage on its first saving throw made against the spell, with heightened spell. It's a fail. It takes twenty damage back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. Hopefully. Good. All right. Hopefully, That's good. yeah. It's three d ten. So. And that is fire damage. Flame shoots up around as he still takes his battle axe, turning back to Zephyr, swinging back for another uh, miss as it smacks against the wall, making this loud clanking noise as as it echoes through the room. The second suit of armor, focusing directly on Zephyr, makes its attacks. Missing both times. As it swings across, hits the wall, comes back, hits the uh, towards the other suit of armor, just missing it um, as it swings this axe back. Now we go back to Zephyr's turn. Shine! And I need con saves, please. From both of them. Alright, first one gets a seven. Second one gets a seven. Both fail and both take six points of radiant damage. Radiate them. Let's not wake up the other two. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I don't Ooh, know boy. how. <laughs> yeah. On to Lilith. Mm, so the fire appeared to do what it was supposed to do to these guys, yeah? It just can't. It's They're hard to hit, obviously. <laughs> like, I. I it's like they're wearing it. plate armor. Ra- oh, yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's almost as though they're made out it's of plate armor. Are they holding if... shields? No, they have a battle axe. Both of them have one uh, A battle axe. Are we afraid to get loud? Does anyone answer me? If, if I should use thunderclap or not? I mean, will it hurt me too? Mm. What's your constitution like? <laughs> Trust me, I, I'm, in, I'm in the same boat, Lilith. Can I run through friendlies, stand on top of Zephyr, and then, you know, burning hands down at just these two? Well, you can definitely run through Saul. If you want to stand on top of Zephyr, I'm going to have you make a dex check. And Zephyr's going to have to allow this, too. Okay, or... Alley-oop. I mean, the other <laughs> the other option is to, like... Because I have, like, burning hands, uh, which is a 15-foot cone sort of thing. So, I mean, it's kind of big cone. I just don't even have anything that would hit a 20 AC or whatever, you know? You know what? My firebolt... It's a plus seven to hit. I rolled really low to get a 19. I rolled, like, I could get it. I'm gonna shoot a firebolt at the same guy in the corner that I tried before. And that's a crit, baby! All right. All right. I'm not gonna use their calculation, because that's- So uh, I'm gonna do crits, you do full damage, and then roll the second. So So that's 20 fire damage, and then 2d10 for the second is uh wow a 15 and a 4 so that is 39 all nice. right fire damage to the guy in the corner who wow. i previously hit as well 
So what does the what does the spell look like when you cast it? So this is a this is one of my cantrips, firebolt, and I hurl a moat of fire at a creature within range, and uh, on a hit, I mean he's just he's just consumed in flames. It pounds right against the the chest plate, and the arms sort of fly off and and fall onto the ground as the the flames sort of consume the rest of it as the metal heats to almost red hot as it lines falls on the floor as smoke. Uh, you know, billows up. Yeah, we're in this little pieces. tiny room full of smoke, but I mean. You knocked his socks off. <coughs> sorry. sorry about the smoke, y'all. Smoked him. <laughs> smoked him like my peepaw on the porch with his pipe. Don't ask who peepaw is. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, bus. Okay, let's, uh. Same old, same old thing. Wow, okay. I can't roll higher than an 8 with this. <laughs> with this you know curse. how much we had to pay to get those dice loaded like that? I'll try an unarmed unarmed strike. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pay for the 12-sided to be loaded because nobody uses a the A critical hit with my hand, with my fist. Yes! Okay. Let's do it! So my, as a monk, my unarmed strikes do deal a d4 plus my dex. So total of 9 bludgeoning with the crit. Nice. Alright. So I hit, my swarm can do something, but now that there's smoke in the room, they're like very docile. And they kind of start to buzz around, but don't actually do anything because they're subdued from the smoke. Mmm. The big bee weakness. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. Sorry, Buzz. Alright, Saul, you're up. You see this uh, suit of armor take a punch. You hit right square in the chest. Uh, you always you always aim for the chin chin to put your opponent down. Oh yeah, okay. So it, it like puts a big dent and sort of a bend in the helm with this punch from Buzz and breaks three of my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Squishes a few bees. No, I'm not punching with my hand full of bees. I thought the swarm was like always <laughs> chilling there. They're currently in on my shoulders. <gasps> they like know when you're gonna punch and they like retreat. That's right. It's <laughs> right before contact, the bees like flit away from the knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saul. Uh, Saul sees how effective that fire was. What do you mean punch? He, the fire from Lilith. I think you mean punch from both. <laughs> that that too, but Saul's knuckles are much weaker. Thirty nine, nine, same, same. <laughs> He's going to uh, disengage to try and put a little bit of distance between himself and this one remaining animated suit of armor. So he's going to take a few steps back because he's directly adjacent right now. And he knows that trying to cast this firebolt from this distance is not going to go so well. So he's going to move back toward where Lilith is, uh, closer to the bench. And I think that's all I can do, right? It takes my action to disengage. No recharge. Oh, actually, that one's not... uh, So this one turns, looks back at Saul, and eyes glow blue as another beam of energy shoots from his gaze. Uh, Please give me a dex save. This is just Saul. Fifteen. You pass, so you take half. So you take eight total. That is half. You know, as happy as I am to not have gotten a laser eye beam to the face. Uh, a little insulted that I just punched this one and it didn't turn around to blast me. But uh, all right. <laughs> like, I literally punched it as hard as I could. Well, don't don't be too disappointed because he still gets a battle axe attack, oh. which he's going to focus on you. Oh! <laughs> this one is very perceptive and able to identify the most potent threats amongst uh, the groups. So. Then why did it attack you? <laughs> it Emily? likes the smell of your yeah, spice. Yeah, why didn't go for Lilith then? You smell drunk on spice. So Buzz, uh, that's a 12 to hit, I'm assuming. Uh, my AC is 16. Awesome. Alright, Zephyr. A flame-like radiance descends upon this suit of armor, and it must make a dex save. 14? No, it does not make it. Uh, 8 points of damage. Still looking uh, pretty good, other than a, a couple dents and a couple scrapes. This guy still uh, looks like he's doing pretty well. Lilith, you're up. For a little flare, Lilith's going to be like, 
you know, watch out. She's a little drunk on her on her hits. She's been landing on these guys, so she like skips ten feet over, jumps, and is standing on the bench now. You know, towering over Saul, and she's gonna do another. Uh, she's gonna do another firebolt at that guy. She's like, I can hit him. I know. I know he's he's tough, but I can do this. Oh, Nineteen, so close. Nineteen to hit, and that's not a hit because we know. Um, let me see if there's anything. Bonus action E. Oh, that's a cantrip technically, right? So I could use sorcery points to cast a spell. Might as well use everything I got. Let's see. I can't take another I, I, point I, I don't know if we should just use everything we have in the waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so she's like, watch this. Hops on the bench. Flings some, you know, flings a fireball and, and fizzles. Nothing. Doesn't, doesn't do anything. She's like, Back to top, Buzz. Has the smoke dissipated yet? Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a big like a fire or anything. It was just, uh, you know, bigger than a puff, but not a not a big. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get in there with Stinger again here. Hey, that is an adjusted twenty. Hello, that hits. Suck a D. Uh, Ten <laughs> piercing. I will follow that up with a bonus action unarmed strike. Oh, and then so so I hit with the Stinger. The bees swarm around this armor man, able to do another extra d6 of damage. Another two piercing. Unarmed strike is... Oh, frickin' yeah, It's only a 17. You swing and miss that, but you 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 see the armor is just like sort of smacking back and pieces of it are starting to flake off, you know, as, as the, the pieces that go like in, in where the uh, elbows and things are, pieces are sort of ripping as you're smacking into this into this guy. Saul, it's up to you now. So he was impressed by this uh, fire damage that was dealt on the now now deceased. Um, so he is going to cast, he's also going to cast the same spell, a firebolt. So that is a 24 to hit. That does it. So uh, 13 fire damage. So tell me how you, tell you, tell me how you want this to look. So Saul sort of like, um, holds one hand out, palm up, and another hand, he kind of just swirls it over top of the other hand. You see the sparks start to form and grow and grow and grow into more and more flames, and then he just sort of kamehameha's it, if for any Dragon Ball Z fans, and um, shoots this bolt of, of flames toward this uh, this suit of armor, hitting it right in the chest. Yeah, so he's unfamiliar with Dragon Ball Z and seems shocked. And in Canada, it's Dragon Ball Z. So. Oh yeah. Okay. And the whole the the armor flies apart into a mound onto the ground. We have angered several fan bases mm-hmm. just now. <laughs> Y'all don't touch anything. Let's figure out. I think Zephyr. I think it was you touching the the door handle. Like I don't want to fight. Ugh. I don't want to fight these two. Um, now that they are dispatched, let me take a moment and pray. And I will bow my head and lift my arms up and start praying. And you all feel a wash of energy it, uh, after 10 minutes. It's, it's going to take me 10 minutes of praying. You pray longer than my grandma. And you all get 20 hit points back. Oh, wow. Thank you. Well, golly! I feel like this fight never happened. Uh, is this door trapped? Can can someone? I mean, I can look, but I'm not the best at traps. Uh, I will check. I will back out of the way. I'm gonna cast. Uh, I'll just cast Mage Hand, which is takes the form of my swarm, and they make a little uh, bee hand, and they. I'm just. Gonna, I'm not even gonna check. I'm not actually checking. For <laughs> I'm just gonna open it with my Mage Hand. <laughs> I did back away from the door before he did this. Oh gosh, I look at the other armors. So your your mage hand goes over to the the door handle. Does you know like you would normally do? You would you would grab it and sort of do, and it doesn't seem to be working quite like the way a door would open. But as the mage hand messes around a little bit, it it sort of clicks on a little lever onto the side, sort of an odd looking thing. And as it as it snaps over the door opens. We need to get out of here now and shut this door so those two can't come after us. 
Buzz, I'll go first. Buzz go, yeah, Buzz goes to the door. I don't care. Yeah, Saul, Saul will follow. Zephyr follows he too. doesn't want to hang around and wait for these other two to spring to life. What a waiting room. I don't feel very welcome. The door opens into a, a long hallway. About a third of the way down on the northern side, it looks like there's a hallway that leads off. And at the far end is another set of, or is a set of double doors. Which way? Okay, Lilith, you walk up to uh, across from the hallway that's to the northern side? Yeah, Lilith will peek down the, the hallway that's on the left side there. Just sort of give it a little. So you look down through that hallway and you can see what looks to be some, uh, like a nice wardrobe, uh, sort of a part of a chair. Looks like some nice furnishings. Uh, looks like another, like a better waiting room, maybe? I don't freaking know. I mean, you can only see just a small, you know, hallway portion of it. Maybe we go that way so we don't have to open another door. I mean, true, but I'm afraid of traps. Your mage hand, will it trigger traps, Buzz? I got a mage hand, too. I can feel things. Like sorrow. I'll put my hand on Buzz's shoulder and give him a little squeeze. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it says it can move up to 30 feet, so, like, I could I could put a mage hand through the hall just to see if, like, anything emotion triggers or something, right? Would that work? I don't know. I don't know how, but that's how you it works. You can try. Alright, Lilith's gonna try. She's gonna cast mage hand and just sort of, like, she has this sort of fiery-looking tiefling hand that appears and just sort of, like, floats it through the hallway. And uh, just to see if anything happens. Uh, yeah, the, the mage hand goes up along the northern hallway, all the way to the other uh, end where where you can see a wall, clearly see a wall, and nothing seems to happen. All right, kids, Mom's going to go check this out. I'll, I'll go down the hallway. Okay, Lilith, you enter a small room that contains two wardrobes, a padded chair, several low tables, uh, extending to the north and south wall, the, the room is narrow. The narrow hallway is lined with many hanging robes. The furniture is fine rosewood and looks to be good craftsmanship. Uh, looks like sort of a maybe a, a dressing area, a wardrobe area. Guys, it looks like a closet. I don't see any uh, baddies in here, but like if you need a new robe or something, like it's kind of fixing, good fixing. You know, looks quality. Yeah, it looks like, you know, a high a high-end type of furnishings like you would see in a mansion. I'll start going through like one of these dressers at the front. Okay. So let's do this. Each of uh, each of you tell me where you would uh, like to go and search and we'll do one at a time. I want to try on one of the robes. I want to be looking for this like key, you know. Okay, you aren't you're going to go in through one of the dressers, Lilith? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, like potentially if he were to have hidden the key it was kind of worded as a key, right? This crystal or this thing, right? I don't think we know exactly. We don't know exactly what it looks like. Okay. I'm just kind of looking for something that looks like it would close a portal. <laughs> Hidden in a sock drawer, you know what I'm All saying? right, so uh, Saul, Buzz, what do you, what do you guys want to do? Saul will cautiously make his way up into this room, and I'm just going to kind of walk maybe five, ten feet into it and just look around and survey things see if I see anything that stands out or looks suspicious. You're seeing uh, robes and cabinets and dressers and, you know, plenty of drawers and things to pull and look through. Uh, nice, comfortable chairs if you want to sit down and a number of, I mean, just a, a row of very ornate, beautiful robes. I think I will uh, walk up to one of the dressers and start opening drawers and looking at what's inside. Do any of these things seem like they've aged, or are they all, like, pristine? The room itself doesn't look like it's aged or old, or there's some dust and stuff around, but uh, it really looks ornate and beautiful. It doesn't look like the chairs or anything is, you know, rotted away or anything like that. Buzz, what did you want to do? Um, I think I'll just kind of chill at this tea here on this big hallway that we just left off of, and maybe just keep watch out here while they're kind of uh, kind of wandering around in the room up there. Okay. Lilith, uh, give me a investigation check. 18. 
So you start pulling through drawers in this cabinet. Uh, you see these fine shirts and, you know, a number of different types of uh, apparel and, and things like that. And as you dig down, you get to the bottom drawer. Uh, you lift up this ascot and you see underneath a small pouch. It looks like it's uh, filled with sand, almost a powdery type sand. Very, very powdery. And then, uh, Zephyr, you said you want to try on one of the robes? Yep. You see this long hallway that extends both east and west, and, and lined across uh, is a number of robes that are on racks. And then on the side opposite of the, the robes that are on racks, you see a number of robes that are on hooks uh, across the wall. These all look to be very ornate. Numerous robes and garments hang on either side of the hallway, long ornamental robes with elaborate designs, robe with dark silk, ochre robes of coarse cloth, and more. The hooks look sort of like thorny protrusions that emerge from the wall. Are any of them like a silky and blue or silvery? Give me a uh, perception check or investigation, whichever you choose. Six. You don't see anything that's that's exactly what you're looking for, you know, silky and blue, but you do find some silk robes. And you do find some, you know, different types of blue robes. And they all look, uh, they'd be the same size, almost like this. This is, all of these robes are made and tailored for one individual. I'll take one of the silky ones and try it on. I am a s- s- smaller type being. Does it fit me? I'm a, I'm a size 12. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long, it's a little long. Give me an uh, intelligence check. Five. I'm going to stop rolling this dice now. So you, you put this robe on, you, you start looking through, you see that the lining is very uh, sheer and well sewn, and you figure this, this thing may be worth, I don't know, 30, 50, maybe even 100 gold pieces. You're not really sure, but it does look like something that you would, you know, have to save up for. I will definitely take it and fold it up and put it in my sack to be hemmed later. Now you took that off the rack, and there are still... You know, like I said, if anybody else wants to investigate, there's robes that are hanging on the wall, too. So let's go to uh, Saul. You said you were looking through some drawers? Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, I walked up to uh, one of the closer dressers, and it was just opening drawers, looking inside, seeing what there is inside there. Give me an investigation, please. Twelve? Between you and Lilith, you, you go through all these drawers uh, in the cabinets. You open things up. You find some... Some nice little pieces of jewelry, maybe worth five, ten gold pieces, little like cufflinks and, and things that, you know, someone of, of well-to-do uh, would have. Um, but you don't find anything that that's out of the ordinary. Are there any other dressers or cabinets or anything that have yet to be searched? No, you guys look through all that. The only thing you haven't looked through is, is what Zephyr was in these she was looking through the racks of these robes and, you know, the uh, the hallways here that these robes are lined in extend out to maybe 50, 60 feet. And then it sort of just goes into darkness. Do we want to look down these halls? Yes, I, I don't think there's anything really that's going to help us figure out what's going on in this room. We, we should probably carry on. I got this powder. Powder? What powder? Yeah, I got this little, I don't know if I found a sack of powder. Oh, interesting. Anyone able to figure out if it's magic? Wouldn't happen to be spice, would it? <laughs> I don't know. Come sniff. So I'll go over to, uh, I'll go over to take a look at what uh, Lilith has. Yeah, it's a s- small pouch. It looks like fine uh, sand. Well, Lilith, uh, easy mistake to make, but this is sand, not spice. Hey, well, it's my bag of sand. I like put it in my little. <laughs> in my little pouch. Alright, Buzz, you see anything? Nothing. So, Zephyr, as you're standing where you are in, in the middle of this hallway that you can see uh, expanding to the east and west, you see uh, way what looks way down the hallway into the darkness, a, a small point of light, almost like uh, one of these floating orbs uh, that are around in this room also. But you see one, looks like it's 
you know, near, you have one that's sort of over you, and then down this hallway you see another one. And the, the faint light that's cast upon it, you see almost a, an image. Like a person? It could be. Maybe, you know, it, it, it sort of has a, the, the dim light sort of casts this uh, shape of, it could be humanoid. I think I see something down this way. And I'll start walking. Uh, how far down do you want to go? All the way to the end of what you can see? Yeah. As you walk down, uh, you end up walking back and seeing where you were standing before. Hmm. Uh, uh, you see yourself. Just like a loop around. Yeah. It, what just happened? Uh, Zephyr, what What on earth? You you walked this way and, and then now you're over here. I, I don't, I'm not going to do it again. Okay, so you walk all the way down this hallway to the other end of where all the robes are attached to the wall, and you appear almost seamlessly, almost like you're just walking straight along and and going to another room, but then you end up being right back where you were. I didn't, I didn't turn. I just, I walked straight. Must be some sort of, uh, perhaps a magical portal. I don't know. It's very interesting. It is. Well, there's nothing more here for us. Does uh, any of the other magic users that would possibly want to look at these robes? <laughs> he really wants us to look at these robes. <laughs> no, but I, I do. I, I think Lilith would look at the robes and see if anything immediately stands out as being like fiery or red or like. I don't want to. I don't want to lead you, but you are spellcasters, and here's a fine <laughs> grouping of. Of uh, robes that would be the very first thing expensive. Lilith's looking for is colors. Are any of them that are red or look like orange? Okay, yeah, are you flames. looking on the racks? Or are you looking on the ones that are hanging on the walls? Or are you just gonna search randomly across? Which ones look nicest? I mean, you have to dig through them. So, if you just randomly want to dig through it, just give me a investigation check. Anybody that wants to look through these. Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. Saul does appreciate fine clothes. <laughs> My investigation's 11. I think he would be interested as well. And the rogue comes to life and strangles you. Please, no. Uh, 19 for perception. That is what you get when you choose the rogue with the skull and crossbones on it, Saul. <laughs> <laughs> so, Saul, you are, you start going through the, the rack of, of uh, different robes, and you go down the hall and, and sort of pass through like Zephyr did, to the other side and you reach up and you grab one of the robes on uh, that's sort of hanging on this type of hook and as soon as you pull the robe off the hook the hook turns into like a bony hand and sort of reaches out like trying to grab the robe back Ugh. and it just continues to, to pull towards it like it's waiting for you to return the robe to it oh my this is this is quite interesting. Quick, swap it with the bag of sand. This is like an Indiana <laughs> Jones thing. Or it could be a back scratcher. Anyone got an itch? <laughs> could. <laughs> I'd like to put the robe on. This particular robe's nice. It feels very nice. Uh, doesn't uh, give you any kind of uh, magical feeling or anything, but it's just a nice robe. My, my. This, this is quite nice. I, I mean, it's just sitting here after all. Why shouldn't I have it? That was my thinking. No one's using it. It's very ominous the way you said that, so. I know. It's Why like... shouldn't I have it? <laughs> my <What>? precious. <laughs> it turned him into like King Midas. <laughs> All right. So I didn't roll great, but Lilith really wants something that looks fiery. You go along, you, you look through the racks here for a while, and uh, you do see a, a red, sort of a bright red robe that you found is uh, looks like just what you were looking for. It's really nice and okay. flamey red. <laughs> Frick, I'm scared. All right, I, uh, I put that robe on. Does it have like a flaming phoenix on the back, like embroidered on it or something? I'd like to, uh, I'd like to also sort of try what uh, Zephyr was doing. I'm gonna walk down east uh, to the right side of this big long hallway and see if the same thing happens to me. It does. Yes, this, this continue loops for anybody that, that does it's that. It's a weird feeling, isn't it? It is, certainly. I, I kind of like it. 
but I suppose we can't stay here all day doing this. We, we need to <laughs> carry on. Perhaps perhaps we go back where Buzz has been standing guard. Yeah, Buzz, you want a robe? I can grab you a robe. We all got cool freaking robes. I prefer what I am wearing. Okay, okay. I mean, Buzz already has the perfect robe from there. Black and or they're like black with yellow stripes. So, Buzz, can you go check the next door? Yeah, he nods and he will step out back into the hallway, and he'll put his mage hand out again from about twenty feet away. They're just big double doors. You described them, right? Yeah, these are two big double doors, two big handles um, on them. Okay, they might be too heavy for the mage hand, but I'll push on it. Or never fully believes that Buzz is actually checking the doors and doing something more than just opening them with his mage hand. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you, the mage hand goes and, and sort of pushes on these doors, even though they're very big and they look very sturdy. They seem to open very easily uh, with the pressure put on by the mage hand. And I, I guess you push on the right hand uh, door and it swings open. This door is safe! <laughs> Thank you, Buzz. Excellent work, Buzz. Okay, so the one door swings open. You can sort of see uh, through the room, uh, through the, the width of the door all the way to the far wall. Softly illuminated floating, you know, the illumination by the floating globes that you've uh, seen throughout the, the place you've been so far. You sort of see the edge of what looks to be a, a large humanoid uh, marble statue also some kind of metallic statue behind it but it's sort of being blocked by the by the large statue you can see sort of a uh, what looks to be some kind of a head of a bear mounted onto the wall on the far side like a like a trophy right okay i think i mean the mage animal will push on the other side of the door too as ever will walk a little closer to the doors what do you guys see I see a bear. I don't like bears. Too much competition. They like your honey. <laughs> this area is softly illuminated by floating globes of light and appears to be a trophy room of some sort. A large marble statue of a robed figure dominates the center of the room, standing 15 feet tall. The figure points a rod menacingly, menacingly towards the chamber's entrance. Toward the back of the room is another statue of what appears to be a bowl or similar type animal fashioned of bronze plates. Arrayed on the walls are a variety of curious objects. Several skulls, a large set of golden brown wings, an enormous maul, a maul like a weapon, a scythe, two cross swords, a long snakeskin, a dented shield, a stuffed cave bear head, and a tattered standard emblazoned with a red eye. There are two small tables, one of which holds a platter of white sticks, and the other bears a small metal coffer. Several animal furs lie on the floor. Zephyr walks into the room and looks at the statue of the band. We'll start there. So you uh, you look at this big, large marble statue of this, what looks to be some kind of a magic user of sorts, holding this uh, rod, pointing towards where you just came from, towards the entrance um, to the to the hideaway. He looks menacingly, like he's somewhat angry, pointing towards this. As you look around uh, up at the statue, it doesn't look to be anything uh, other than a very finely carved marble statue. I'm going to look at it. Are you Deldraman? Is it safe to come in, Zephyr? So far. All right. Okay, let's go around. Buzz, well, uh, you're not, are you going to move into the room? Yeah, I'll go in. Um, I think I want to look at this uh, cave bear. So you go over, there's this... At the far side, there's this large head. A, a cave bear is quite large, and this thing is is massive. It's, it's sort of a brown fur. It looks like the taxidermy was was very well done. Give me a investigation check. 
One. Hmm. Okay, this is a this is really nice. You sort of touch and rub on its fur, and it's very soft and softer than you would imagine a cave bear uh, would be. You think it'd be more, you know, spiky, but uh, it looks really really nice. Okay, I don't think Buzz would probably touch it, but he you kind of hear this like. And Buzz seems to be, like, chuckling to himself at this bear's demise. No, honey, for you. (laughs) so cruel. Lilith, what do you want to do? I want to look at the large set of wings. This large set of golden brown wings that are mounted sort of on the wall with gigantic large feathers that are splayed out. It's a beautiful looking uh, arrangement that's it yeah i mean do you want to touch it do you want to just look at it? i mean it looks really nice well i mean like okay so they're hanging on the wall can they um do i have any idea where they're from or like uh is there like a mechanism straps like for people to wear them or is it just like decorative uh doesn't there's no straps or anything give me a, a nature check 16 you look at this, look a little closer at the feathers and thing. You, you think this, you may have seen something like this before, either in a painting or whatever. You believe this, these wings to come from a mountain griffin. Ooh, hmm. that's cool. Do you want to investigate it any further? Do you want to touch it? Do you want to just look at it and move on? I think on? I just want to look at it and be like, nice, and just leave it. Saul? Uh, Saul's going to investigate the snakeskin. Does this look like uh, it comes from a snake that I might have read about or heard about or recognize? How, how big is it? Uh, give me a nature check. I think it's rude to ask somebody how big their snake is. When you first make mm. A ten. So when is it nature. appropriate to ask that, then? At least, like, the second or third time you talk to <laughs> So this is a, a quite large snake, but it's... Uh, as you look at the snake skin, it... It doesn't look like anything uh, that you've seen before, but it's nothing of any, uh, you know, it has no distinguishable marks that would make it seem like it was something special. This looks like something that was uh, obviously killed, and this is sort of laying there as some uh, trophy of some sorts. Okay, so it doesn't look like some sort of legendary huge snake that was defeated. It's just a relatively generic, somewhat large snake. Right. It's a, it's a very long, but it's not necessarily all that big in diameter. It's not it's not girthy. It's just okay. long. So, so it's not <laughs> like, it. like smaller than like, <laughs> a, like python size? I'd say it's smaller around as a python, but it's very, very long. It's longer than what you would expect. Longer maybe, than average. Maybe about uh, 12, 15 feet long. Okay. Oh, frick, that's way too long. <laughs> <laughs> This is just a poor excuse for a trophy room or something. It would appear someone was quite the hunter. Uh, anybody else? We'll go back to Zephyr. Do you want to look at anything else? There's quite a few things. I want to look at the red standard. Why don't we just save some time and you just tell us what all this stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to look at the standard? It, it's, a, it's very well made. I guess my question to you all would be, if you're, in, if you're looking at things, that's great. Do you want to touch it? Yes, I want to see if I can take the standard off the wall. Okay, you can. You can. You can reach up. It's a. It's sort of held across by uh, some cables, but you can reach up and pull it and and pull it off. It looks like a finely made standard with this red eye uh, emblazoned across it. Looks like it could be pretty valuable if you were to sell it. Maybe hundred, hundred fifty gold pieces to the right buyer. A singular eye. Yes. I want to take it and put it in my pouch. Would any of us recognize that as a symbol of something? You guys could give me a investigation check. History. Let's do history. Ten. Thirteen. Thirteen for Saul as well. Wow. With a minus one to my history, I got a seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Buzz. Um, you look. You look at it, Buzz, and you you think this is probably some kind of. Uh, a magical emblem of, of some sorts, but nothing that you would know exactly what it was, but some kind of a, you know, maybe it was a, uh, uh, not a cult, but more of a guild of, of sorts. 
I'm not saying I want to take anything, but can I open the small coffer to see what's in there? Sure. Uh, Saul sees her doing that and and kind of scurries over as well. He he wants to be present to see what's inside this coffer. Okay, give me a perception check. Just in case that's spice. A mini mimic. <laughs> Nine for Saul. That is a 20, nat 20, so 21. You go over to the coffer, you see there's a latch on the front. Uh, you reach down to start to pull the latch up, and, and you see something a little off about this latch, almost like it's sort of leaning off to the side a little bit, and you, f- you see a small little hole right where you would be picking up the latch. It gives you pause. A hole? Yeah, like something may come out of that hole. It's odd. Ominous, even. Saul, Saul, we can't... This Something seems off about this. It seems booby-trapped. Yes, but... Oh, there, there might be something valuable inside. Are you sure? We shouldn't... Maybe we can just be careful. I mean, my hands are very stealthy, but... I don't know. I do you guys will think? check. And I'll mage hand and uh, pop the latch. As you do, you see a... a small needle extend out about three inches as you open the uh, the lid. If you know if somebody was to have been lifting this up with their hand, they would have probably got poked with this, this needle. But everything's fine that you did with the, the mage hand. And inside is this velvet, sort of cushion velvet uh, inlay, and then on top of that are three brooches. A black iron hook, a velvet urn, and a coiled bronze whip. They all look very ornate and very expensive. And uh, anybody that's looking at these can give me an arcana check. I will go over and look to see what's in there, too. Well, you you probably hear uh, Saul go, Ooh! 14 for Lilith. 13 for Saul. 15 for Zephyr. Uh, Buzz, were you, you were looking at Nope, him? he just checks for traps. <laughs> Buzz don't care. They, they look, <laughs> it looked very well made and very expensive. Oh, wow. Buzz, give me a perception check, please. I do believe we need to take these. Yes, I, I, think, I think maybe so I should... I, I could probably keep them very safe if, 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 if I just take I them. I like this velvet I one. mean, there is I one for it. each of us. Well, yeah, yes, but don't, little fingers. don't you want to make sure that they're safe? I, I'm sure I could keep them very safe. You're all hopped up on spice all the time. I want my Ownership own. equals possession, or so says Odamara. I grabbed the velvet urn. I got, I got a 12 for my perception. You uh, notice on the floor a few drops of blood. Um, looks like it starts about the... The middle of the floor, and it goes out the doorway down the hallway in which you just came from. And as you, uh, you know, follow these along a little bit, you notice that they they do go all the way down the hall to where uh, you all entered. Just little drops every so, you know, every 15 feet or so away. But you stay in the room, but you can see them now that you're looking for them. And you guys all took the the brooches then. Who, Who took which one? I am wearing the velvet urn. Just whatever you took, put it in your inventory. I think Saul would would try and reach first for the black iron hook. He, he wants to take all three of them, but if Zephyr will snatch up the whip before Saul can take it. Yeah, I, 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 I really think they would be safest with me. Don't don't you don't you agree? No, of course not. Why would I agree to that? Well. <laughs> Just, How much spice have you had today, boy? In your head, maybe. Is anybody injured? I will look around myself. Am I injured? I don't think so. I'm not injured, but perhaps insulted a little bit. I don't mean emotionally. <laughs> and I'll point to the drops on the on the ground. Point out the blood. I'll be. Someone's bleeding. Do they go to where any of us are standing? No, it looks like it sort of starts on the... You see the first drop on the floor, and then it looks like they head down the hallway. And does it look fresh, or is it, like, dried? It looks a little dried. It look Well, it looks dried. I mean, it could be really old. This place been around. 
for centuries. Can I do a medicine check on it? See how long it's been there? Now that now that this has been pointed out to you, if anybody else wants to give me perception checks. Yeah, I suppose Saul. Uh, no, no. Saul wouldn't. He's very preoccupied with the fact that he didn't get to keep these. You're seeming more suspicious. He's a little salty. <laughs> very <laughs> salty. This has been a Sounds of Steel production.